Yeah. I'm back, bitch. YSP. It's safe to say, it ain't safe to say. But I'm about to say a whole lot. I'm gonna start by saying this though. Uh, it's too dirty to play it safe. What's good, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Another episode of Flavoring Your Ear, hosted by none other than your boy, Drew Wop, Mac Drew Wop, Drew, however you want to call it, bring you guys more gems, classics, episodes, interviews. You know how we do it. We come in every time, and our whole point is to bring out gems, current events, historical events, and bring it out to the culture in a way that you guys can retain it, take the information, and run with it, and hopefully strike that light bulb in your head so and today today it brings me great pleasure to welcome my homie my friend vaughn greed what's up my guy hey what's up just out here hey, trying to get that internet money so for those who don't know me and vaughn me me and my boy vaughn go back a long time so we went to college together nah, it seemed like forever now yeah yeah bro for real it's been over seven years and stuff so i always had a visions of doing this back when we was in the uh cory trails apartments where we used to kick it be up at night having great conversations I always like envision us coming together and putting our voices out there you know on the internet and really just to get this money because i always knew that we each and every one of us deserved to get some money and so it's i didn't know it was a definitely a lot of unique characters in our little group no 100 yeah so it brings me tears of joy to bring this together man so let me introduce the topic because i haven't even given out like a rollout of what we're supposed to be talking about but you brought up to my attention at a time where everybody's speaking on this new wave of nfts yes sir and so and even before nfts there's a new wave of cryptocurrency in the blockchain and me and you have had plenty of conversation about it. But lately, I saw an interview with Gary Vee talking about NFTs and telling everyone to do 10,000 10, hours of research into it. And from there, I've seen NFTs on Clubhouse, Twitter, emails, everybody and their mama talking about it, right? Hey, my, I, I, I firmly stand by the statement. If Gary Vee say you should be in something, you should definitely go, at least go check it out. Because, hey, that man, he know what will be about to pop. Yeah. And anybody who doesn't know Gary Vee, you know, check him out. Investor started off with a wine company, built that up from like one, a million to, to, to 30 million or something. Uh, that's something like that. I believe it. Like it was his dead company. Yeah, he was, was working there. And he started um, doing like buying Google AdWords for like random wine terms. In the beginning of like this internet boom, back when like in the '90s, early 2000s, and and ultimately he ended up becoming an investor, invested in like the early stages of Facebook, invested in Twitter. You know, those were some of the big ones. Um, it was some more that he invested in. I don't want to give out the wrong ones, but it's like maybe Snapchat and and Twitch. No, not Twitch, not Twitch. Um, Tumblr, Tumblr. He grew from four million to a hundred million. He started Wine Library TV on YouTube, and then he was doing the little Google AdWords. Mm -hmm. 
I guess at this time, like when he was working and building up, he was around our age. Yeah, he said he sacrificed his twenties. Yeah, cause I don't, he really didn't start doing anything else from himself until he was already, you know, thirty plus. Yeah, and he just getting started. If you ask him, he said he gonna buy the jets. Yeah, but yeah, hey, he talking about NFTs, and Gary know where the internet moving. Yeah, I should really check him out. A hundred percent, and like, like I was saying doing my research on NFTs. It's crazy. I was with like I was with my girl and we were chilling. And I think I had a I had a dream. I woke her up. I'm like, you ever heard of NFTs? <laughs> and she said, what is it? I'm I'm sleep talking. I'm like, oh it's a cryptocurrency and you know you can buy art and, and land. And she's like boy go to sleep. <laughs> like <laughs> and so so my research into that, and then like the next day, you called me like, "Yo, have you heard of this thing called NBA Top Shot?" And I'm like, "Yo, what is that?" So from there, I've done some research, and that's pretty much where I, the gist of this convo is gonna go. Nah, that was crazy how that happened too, and you were just thinking about NFTs, you know, a day or two before I called you about one of the hottest NFTs out there right now. Hot. So let's. Let's give the people what they want. Let's give them what they need. I'm gonna talk about it. We gonna and my boy gonna chime in. So NFTs defined as non-fungible tokens or digital assets that represent a wide range of unique tangible and intangible objects or items, I say. And these range from a collectible sports cards, virtual real estate, digital sneakers, music all of the etc and a lot of this stuff is actually still in this infancy stage right some of the characteristics of an nft are it's indivisible it cannot be divided into smaller denominations they exist exclusively as a whole item it's indestructible all nft data is stored on the blockchain via smart contracts each token cannot be destroyed removed or replicated and variable an added benefit to storing historical ownership data on the blockchain items such as digital artwork can be traced back to the original creator. That's another powerful thing about like definitely like collectible NFTs because the way the blockchain works, you can see the whole history of everywhere they NFT been. Mm. We're going to get into it but when we talk about partnerships with these big organizations. It makes sense because it's like, you still make royalties on the original product, no matter who's the owner of it today and who is who that owner sells it to. So it all makes all sense. Right, every time it's moved, it's, it's a transaction in the back end on the blockchain. And what you benefit for. I guess you would call them a maker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I could, yeah, that's why I would consider them like a maker. So NFTs have become hugely popular with crypto users and companies alike because of the way that they revolutionized the gaming and collectible space. Since November in 2017, there has been a total of 174 million spent on NFTs. And you know, uh, like we talk, sorry, me, keep going. I can tell you how much today was spent on oh, yeah. one of the ones we're going to talk about a lot, uh, NBA Top Shot. Right. In the last 24 hours, they had $2.9 million worth of sale. Ooh. 
In a day? Yeah, in the last 24 hours. Oh, and today's Monday. Yesterday was the yesterday was All-Star game. Mm-hmm. Big day. Big day. Yeah. And so, you know, the coronavirus and the pandemic kind of brought everything to the forefront, if you ask me, in a time where, like, this was already popping out. Like, they're showing that, you know, even though the average person or someone like me didn't know about this, this has been going on since 2017. Me and you had the conversation about people already buying digital land since 2013. So, it's like if this wave of digital of going digital was going to hit at any time, it would what better time for it to happen with everybody in the house? Uh, it's a and, perfect catalyst for it. Yeah, that's why I titled this "Welcome to the Future." But you know, NFTs the craze took off back in 2017 with Crypto Kitties. From <laughs> what I'm learning, and nah, uh, and Crypto's Kitties. The um the company behind it is Dapper Labs, which is also the one behind NBA Top Shot. Yes, sir. And that's I don't know if you could if you understand it better than me or have a better grasp of it. But what I, from my knowledge, just like so they minted a certain amount of kitties that you can buy, and then that can also breed and make new kittens. Yeah. And they get certain traits of the other ones. Mm. Like I think that's random. Like the uh, later on, I'm gonna give a website that you can actually go and check like different um, NFTs and what they've been selling and trading for. Mm. But I, I think like the number one crypto kitty is like it's this random kitty with like fangs, wings, and a unicorn horn. I feel like I've seen that one for you to breed the kitties <laughs> for you to breed them cats or whatever those digital cats. Like, do you have to own two cats that can breed or can you like get with somebody else who like, kind of like how Pokemon used to be, how somebody else may have a Pokemon and you have yours and y'all kind of come together and, and make, like, them, make them fuck. <laughs> um, actually I have, I have no clue. Like, Really, I'm still new to NFTs myself. Because mm-hmm. what March, January, I probably want to say when I first came across NBA Top Shot, and I right now I can't even tell you like how I came across it. It just happened. I think I was looking at NFTs because I've seen it on um I think my Coinbase or I was watching somebody talk about NFTs, and then I end up searching them. And then, like, Crypto Kitties was the first ones I came across. But then I seen this one, like, oh, this Top Shot. Like, what is this? And you, I mean, for you to actually know about Top Shot in January, that's before the curve. Because I feel like nobody was talking about NFTs until Earn Your Leisure dropped that interview with Gary V. And he was just, like, so specific. Like, look, this is what it is. This is because I've been in the crypto space, so. Yeah, it makes sense, though. You know, and we like we said, we touched on that there's digital art, and yeah. punk was the first digital art, and we're just saying that there's only ten thousand punks made. And you know what's crazy is like all this stuff that I look at is like the kitties, the crypto punk. None of that interests me. But nah, like the fact that, that uh, yeah, I don't have no interest in none of it. But shits are selling. No, that they're, they're definitely selling. I was telling somebody, um. 
Now, I was telling, like, my one of my older cousins, like, his best friend, I was just telling him about it, and he, like, um, and I was playing it, like, it's similar, like, because he, like, he don't get it, like, like, the, the highlights on the internet. You can just look them up. Right. And I was trying to explain to him, it's like, it's like the thing with, you know, kids spending money on Fortnite skins. It's digital, like, you know what I mean? I own the skins. Right, right. But it is a guaranteed fact that no matter how you feel or what you think about it, what you don't understand, that they're selling and people want them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a it's a good opportunity for anybody who's looking to invest or, you know, diversify their portfolio or, you know, get into something, you know, cool and neat. Right. Even get into the collector space, because I think the collector space is blowing up right now. In general, even not I, anything that can hold value over long term, like people, they down for it. Like Pokemon cards became so like, like I feel like every YouTube influencer out there opening Pokemon cards now. Yeah, I've been seeing that too. I read like an excerpt somewhere, and it was like valuation is just determined by the next person who deems it valuable. You know what I'm saying, like. So to 25-year-old who does who's never hopped in the collective space, it's like you said, who are you to judge this 13-year-old who's like, no, I want these skins, bro? Like, no, yeah. I no, that skin, that one skin right there, yeah, it's definitely worth $48, no doubt. Like, and who are you just because you're not in the space to say that it's not in a like, what $48 for a skin for your video game? That's stupid. And he's like, what? No, you don't know nothing. And me and me and you were talking about because like even with the NFTs like buying digital land that to me it's like why would I buy digital land when I can when I'm trying to figure out how to buy tangible land you know what I'm saying and, <laughs> okay I'm trying to get tangible land and you talking about <laughs> buying digital land <laughs> I'm out here dropping twelve thousand on digital but it's like there's a kid who's born in 2021 who's gonna grow up with an iPad in their face who's gonna do everything digital. 15 years from now, they might find a reason. You'd be one of the biggest company on that digital land. Actually charging people to come in into his space. Only able to use his business in the digital space in that part of the land. And making buku amounts of money. And we were even talking about like how Apple had made an announcement how they want to make a mixed reality Oh, the headset, yeah. I don't know um if your viewers are aware, but basically a mixed reality headset is just a cross between a AR and a VR headset, AR being augmented reality and VR being virtual. The virtual reality is just us going into the digital world and AR is just bringing the digital world into our world for those who might not be aware. And the mixed reality is just a headset capable of doing both of them. That's major. Apple. Apple, your phone company. <laughs> hey, big Apple. Big Apple. Hey, I love Apple. So, yeah, that's that's what pretty much is going to transition us into my next slide, which is the one and only Top Shop. Top Shot. I keep saying Top Shop. <laughs> it's Top Shot. Hey, my, it might be the next Top Shop, you know, somewhere. Right, right. Out of top shop is, is that like for uh, these are actually um this screenshots you got so um 
Yeah, I was on the website. <laughs> yeah. The these seeing stars are the one of the newest packs they just released Friday and Saturday. So they did three different separate pack droppings, and you can everybody can only get one. They want to allow you to buy duplicate like duplicate packs. So like Friday they did two pack droppings, and then Saturday they did another pack drop. But like Top Shot has like rarities as you can see, like these moments just coming. They're coming because like the actual format of how the um these little like I guess the digital cards are made, they you know they don't look that good. Like they have other cards called holographics. You know, they got bright outlines, you know, it looks good. But although these are just common, you can see that they got a LE, which means limited edition. Mm-hmm. So like the LEs, that means they're not ever gonna make another one of them those moments. So only 10,000 of these moments ever going to exist, and they're never going to go back and make another one. And the other type of moments we have are, like, CCs, like, circulating count. And those, like, it might only be at 15,000. But if it's a CC, like, in the future, that means they still going to make more of that moment. So that's how you can kind of tell, like, which one of these cars, you know, are rarer and which ones are more commonplace. Cause even though these cars are coming, but they're limited edition out of you know ten thousand, so it's only ten thousand of these moments. So even you can get money, and I know we're going ahead, but it's like even you can get some money, get some rarity in a common card. No, yeah. So some of some of the good buys gonna be like some of the these common LEs that you can get. Like you can get a lot of them still for under um under a hundred dollars, under fifty dollars. Yeah. And although they coming, like, because they LE, like, no more of those moments ever going to be made. So depending on how much it is, like, you know, later on in the life cycle of Top Shot, you can start seeing some of these moments, like, definitely for real collectors or, like, you know, play your favorites. Like, those moments might be good. And what I also thought was pretty interesting when I was browsing on the site is the set number that you get. So, like, I'm seeing how they're only making 10,000. They let you know which actual number. Yes, which serial number you yeah, get. And, and because, um, once again, these are all, you know, minted on the blockchain, those serial numbers are the how the cars was, where well, I guess, how the collectible was made. So your number is in response to which ones were made first and which ones were made last. And are there like particular numbers that most people are trying to get? Yeah. So, um, so like the low serial numbers, they do really good or like player matching numbers. They sell for really high. Also player match. You see, you got this Zach Levine, his serial number eight myself are higher than his serial number two or three. Oh, just because of his jersey number? Just because it matches his jersey number. So that, that's another thing with like it being in beta. You know, this is very volatile because market and people are still deciding like how all these moments should be ranked and what they should be priced at. Like which serial numbers are more important. People are still trying to figure it out. Yeah. 
still trying to figure out it's very valuable as it is, but yet it's still not even at its final phase. No, it is there's nowhere near its final phase. Like anybody who 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 listening, you still have a good chance to probably make you a good bit of money because it still is in beta. Like Top Shot just started this past July, so it hasn't even been a year a yet. Year. I was gonna say let's not let's not even just drive over that like that wasn't a speed bump like you said that's it's in beta, yeah, it's still in beta. So we we already kind of mentioned this. So an NBA Top Shot is an online company launched by the Vancouver-based blockchain company Dapper Labs, and mm-hmm. is also backed by the NBA. Uh, so no, I guess I not even NBA Top Shot, but not yet. Never ever actually talked hit that point. Now, yeah, the actual NBA is backing, and they're the ones who's sitting down producing the actual moments in the films that are being used. Like, um, I don't know, maybe later, like we can um, go to the website and show them. But like, um, like when the highlight plays, I think it shows you from like three different camera yeah. angles. It's like it's a it's a few different angles, yeah. and these highlights are considered moments. Yeah, because. I guess it's like a moment and, you know, in that in the game is a specific moment of what is happening. You got like this dunk. It's a moment of Kawhi coming down and he's actually going to perform a dunk. They have assist where somebody going to come down and you're going to see them pass the ball. You're going to see the other person score, you know, completing the assist. Mm-hmm. I've seen the steal. They got steals. They got three points. Um, They have layups. They got handles, uh, Ooh, you know, just they got handles. Yeah, I hey, haven't seen that one. There's some Steph Curry handles out there that they're very nice. Because I'm gonna show an example of what a moment would look like. This was a moment that you know LeBron James dunking on oh, that's a nice... the forward for the Sacramento Kings, Nima Bolicia, I think. No, and just like this, like they're gonna show you like those angles. The, yeah, the different angles of the approach. This moment actually sold for two hundred and eight thousand. This is the finals. No, this is not even a final game. This the playoffs. No, it's not even a playoff game. Sacramento was never in no playoffs. This is just him dunking on dude in two thousand. Nah, they're crazy. Um, nah, but I I know that that dunk. It was like the highest um so top shot moment at that point. You're like, is this a playoff moment? Is this, a, is this, like, what's the significance in it? And I could guess it just comes back down to rarity. I don't know. Uh, it, it was a hollow, which is like the rarest cards at the moment. Well, I guess like the highest tier cards at the moment. Mm. And like they released those like, like early, early into um, Top Shot Life. And um, it hasn't been any new hollows since those went out. And I, I think it was also like at a set of like 49 cards or at 49 moments. It looked nice too. It looked nice. So that's what, you know, when we get done with the presentation, I hope we can get on the website and just see what, how these look. But yeah, being that these things are rare, um, these moments range in, in designated rarity artificially scarce based on where they land on the rarity scale yes because nothing is stopping you from like once these moments made it's not like you know they're gonna be taken down from the internet 
Like you can still you can still go find them, um, watch them on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. So what would you say to the guy? And you kind of touched on it early, but what would you say to the guy who's like, well, why would I buy it when I can just go on YouTube? You just got to look at it like this. Like, well, I put gas in a car, you know, when I can just go ride a horse. <laughs> like, I can just walk. <laughs> it's the future. Like, no, that Le- James Dunn brought legitimately sold for over two hundred thousand dollars. Now it was just a digital car, like, and it's a you know, real- somebody is seeing value in these. Now, even if you don't understand it, like somebody is seeing value in it, and I think that's good enough for people to check in and see what it's talking about. And if nobody sees value, the NBA does because they clearly partner with this company. I was researching that the NBA may not be the only one that does this. Like, yeah, the UFC. Mm-hmm. That'd be cold. No, nah, can you imagine, like, some of these famous, like, UFC KOs captured in a moment? From a bunch of different angles or something, you know? No, nah, that, hey, that'd be fire. Definitely, like, people like Conor McGregor or, like, the Steph Currys who, like, you know, that. They're entertaining to like look at it and watch. Even on a smaller scale, like I even see that Tory Lanes. I know people. Some people be feeling a type of way about him, but like even he's teaming up with, I guess, a blockchain company to release an NFT in a version where he's gonna release music that's that hasn't been put out. So you might get like three, four tracks, and I think more artists are gonna go in that direction as well. Then from there, you kind of start seeing a trickle effect. Then you'll see like girls put their OnlyFans NFTs and you'll see all type of crazy shit getting pushed out. I think Jake Paul is already like pushing out his own version of NFTs of him opening up Pokemon cards or something. Of course, some things are going to be more viewed as valuable than others. And I, I, others yeah. yeah, but I just think that's where research comes in. That's why. Gary says put 10,000 hours of research into this shit so you don't play yourself. But on the screen, we're showing different packs. And these were some of the more recent ones that came out. And these are actual screenshots from the website because them these things sold out. And I see like we were pointing out earlier, like the common packs were even limited edition. These come, some of these start off at $9. Then you got- No, okay. So this is the beauty and like, Really, like, why I say, you know, if you have the ability, you know, you have funds, you should consider getting into Top Shot because, like, the common packs, all of them are nine dollars. Mm. The um, like, some of the um, more special packs are like 14, like, the packs they just dropped this past, um, the Sand Stars. The, they did three to two on Friday and one on Saturday. Those was only 14. But, like, I've been looking, like, we can look at it later on. Um, yeah, we can actually like, pop off this. I think, like, still, like, the cheapest one, um, the cheapest card, out, like, because you were guaranteed a seeing star. I think the cheapest one out of that is selling for, like, $160 or something like that. Hmm. But no, yeah, so, like, the packs, like, 
even a common pack. If they limited edition, like they never mentioned them making another one of those moments. I didn't know that the common could even. I was hearing that common moments are, you know, they're valuable. But then uh, I didn't know that they was making limited edition versions of the because you like it's just a common moment. You I'm know, thinking how, I'm about to get some random ass like like it's for to be like two million of these out there like you know yeah bro like you go to the store and get you a, a pack of baseball cards you for just have some random nobodies in it have fucking a, a moment of JJ Barrera getting a layup an open layup it's like bro <laughs> but now yeah, even the common ones can have limited editions on them that's crazy. I guess in top shot sense, like limited edition, all it means are they're not making any more of that moment. Because some cars might get up to 50K and 100K, which technically is a lot. Because I think we, this might be like 250, 300,000, I think, active users. But, you know, in the future, if you ever get to the point where there's millions of users, like, you might, you know, you might have a common car that they made 60,000 copies of. But once they start making copies of it, they're going to switch it over to LE. But like uh, someone like the, I think the 10,000 and lower LEs are some of the best ones. And the internet and stuff. But I um, got anything else to ask me. I'm just, I'm just talking about stuff nobody cares about. <laughs> hey, hey, somebody care, somebody care about it. Hey, they just spent 44000 on the Steph Curry highlight. Somebody care about it. Nah, bro. I think that's a great introduction into um pretty much a sector that booming right now. That's really not nah, hey, definitely um NFTs. Uh it's a website called cryptoslam.io. That's C-R-Y-P-T-O-S-L-A-M dot I-O. And you're able to see all of the, um, like, all of the biggest NFTs, the NFTs on here right now. And you get to see all of them that's selling. Yeah, no, that's real. I appreciate you, Vaughn, bro. I appreciate you coming out here, bro. Yeah, and giving your knowledge on, on this new... Not discovery, but this this new wave of things that's not going to probably leave in the next year. But yeah, I ain't no problem, too. You definitely have a permanent spot to come back, and we can do it again. I would love to do it again. So we'll definitely make it. We'll probably make a part two. Let's see what what is come what is dropped on the NFT space, the digital crypto space. So get the people somewhere they can go to get them some crypto. Start collecting some other NFTs. No, we'll we'll definitely have another episode about that because shit, I'm gonna go to you for crypto advice as well. So it's in the works. We'll make it happen. Hey, most definitely we can do that thing. Oh yeah, no, like I said, I appreciate you coming. And then that was ep- oh, no another problem. episode of Flavor Here. And you know, what I mean, if you guys haven't already, gonna like, comment, subscribe, and we got so much more to come. So, Vaughn, appreciate you, bro. Uh, no problem. I love to all the people out there who listen. And we're going to do it like that, man. So from there, let's get it. 
Yeah. I'm back, bitch. YSP. It's safe to say, it ain't safe to say. But I'm about to say a whole lot. I'm gonna start by saying this though. Uh, it's too dirty to play it safe. I stay out the way. Niggas get stuck in their ways. Hey, I know it's okay, but one day, you the big dog, you the shot call. The tick off, the pill give a nigga withdrawals. But the only thing I owe you on is money. The proof is in the pudding. She's nothing more than the cum rag. So sad, you, you don't know the steps to get your hoe back. She digging my style, she wanna give me clarity. TTG when they come to get a check, right? You better not hesitate, bitch, complete the mission, ho. Commission if you do that shit with a smile I hit a lick and I was smiling all the way home But it's been a long day, been a long week But we gon' fucking eat by any means